will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will, I will not, not, not lose. lose. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. MH. Yes, he is the DB of the show, and we are black in sports. You're the voice of the culture that won't shut up and dribble. Today, man, we are bringing you inside the locker room where we talk about topics in and around the game. MH, you ready to do this? Yes, sir. All right, man. So, it's been in the news, man. It's been buzzing around, and uh, it's just kind of one of those things where you think decisions, 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 right? So uh, today, man, we want to bring uh, Calvin Ridley inside the locker room, man. So uh, catch some people up on what's been going on, MH. Yeah, uh, on March 7th, uh, the NFL announced that uh suspended Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley uh, indefinitely for betting on NFL games during the 2021 season. Uh, he is suspended through at least the conclusion of the 2022 season. Um, according to the NFL, uh, really placed bets during the five-day period in late November 2021 uh, when he was away from the club's facility on the non-football illness list. Um, he was out because of uh, mental well-being. Uh, and he played just five games in the 2021 season, so... Um, wherever this incident happened, it was during that time where he was out. Uh, apparently, he placed uh, some bets of $1,500 um, uh, on NFL games. No real details about which games or, you know, whether that is or, you know, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he wasn't directly playing in the game. So I guess the the point shaving thing or wherever that throwing games uh probably out of question or maybe still up for for uh, uh interpretation but the gist of it is uh he's suspended for all of next season uh because he's betting on football and uh, that's a big no-no uh when it comes to the nfl and uh all professional sports so that's it it's like number one rule though right like yeah. he, you know if you get to the bible like you know it's like the number one rule as far as what you do in sports. Like that's just kind of across the, I mean, I think everyone knows that like, and even if you don't know that, like if I said that you were like, Oh shit, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, when it comes to the, to the integrity of competition and, you know, a lot of things are up for debate and question about how these leagues work. Um, but you know, for the sake of integrity and those that are participating in the games, you would think that everything is on the up and up. Um, and yeah, that's directly against the integrity of the game. So it's definitely like rule. It's a I big mean, no-no. I remember when I was working for um the Raiders or just during the PSL project, ours took it as far as like don't be in a casino. Like <laughs> don't right. give a don't give not that you couldn't go in a casino, but it was just don't really hitting home. Sports, but yeah. It was hitting home the fact like don't be near it, don't be an eye shot. So there can't be any kind of confusion or like nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, and there's layers to it, not just you. I mean, your wife, how that goes, your mother, all your of dad, that, right? Like, yeah, there's there's layers no, to it. No connection, dotted line, you know. Right carrier pigeon like nothing <laughs> right so, right so no i mean that is definitely like rule number one so then you go into 
I mean, I guess there's really kind of cement. I don't want to say semantics, but just different layers. We'll go into like layers of it, right? So, I mean, the first thing was, was it a dumbass move, right? Like, you know, do do we put like common sense to 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 question in here? Um, because one of his comments that he's made was that he doesn't have a gambling problem. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, and then I guess even starting beginning, he was out because of mental health last year yeah. that's what he stated like his last i think post on his social media was the letter that he sent to the organization football his teammates and the fans and said hey you know sorry i need to do this for so he could be better right so right. that was the last time we saw or his public you know sentiment to to people lisa on i think it was his uh, instagram or whatever and then now you come to this so you, you're like okay um you yeah. bet you bet yeah. that yeah, I, I can see why you a little stressed, bro. I, I shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> yes, you should. Yeah, you know, I'm like 1981 when it comes to like, you know, the topic of mental health. I, you know, I just kind of vague as a Correct. topic and a, a subject and a way to describe it. I, I don't know what Calvin Ridley is going through. I'm praying for a man and um, I wouldn't call him a dummy per se. I'll just say it just probably wasn't the best choice. So what what was it? Fifteen hundred and the what? What was his contract? Was he going to lose this it was year? Like eleven million 11 this million? year or something? Yeah, that, that's not even the good mathematics. Right, the math is all bad on that, and it's like <laughs> you know, not calling him a dummy in the sense of attack, but in the sense of Sanford and son, you big dummy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I don't what, know. what what wasn't the move that I, I don't I don't know uh, is the right way to go? And I don't know. I think you can can easily uh, you know. What, what, what's the what's the phrase that the devil plays on an idle mind or whatever the case may be? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't idle. Devil's playground, right? Yeah, so there we go. But he, he was supposed to be idle, though. Like, he was supposed to be working on his mental health, right? So <laughs> whatever uh, he was working on, um, and this was the outcome, was not the move. So I do want to jump into this, right? So, and, and you could, if I'm way off base, we could just jump to the next thing. <laughs> I just do believe that there is a betting culture in sports. Oh, for sure. Okay. Okay. And, and it's not like we haven't seen this before. Well, first of all, we live here in Las Vegas, so I'm sure like we've been out to dinner or, you know, going around and we've seen them at certain hotels playing, right. Betting, whether not betting, excuse me, but like, you know, game of chance. Yeah. You like the ice blackjack poker. You've been been playing crap since, sophomore year in high school right so absolutely so So, yeah that's a part of the culture right yeah i mean and that's locker room stuff too culture too right so that's that's that whole thing and then as far as the betting we've seen this i mean hell we've even seen it on uh your boy mj the goat (laughs) he was he was flipping quarters with the security guy (laughs) facts facts i think it's it's just a competitive nature man I, i i think um you know, betting and gambling kind of hits that, I guess, that whatever that gene is or whatever that is of competitive edge uh, for a lot of different uh, the game. I guess the the, the chance of it uh, can can probably hit into a, a competitor's competitive edge pretty quickly. Um, and this and to your point, like betting in sports or whatever that is, that, that hasn't that's, that's not nothing new. 
I remember oh. hearing about the you know Chicago White Sox way back in the 1900s or whatever that whole scandal was about them kind of throwing games. And then I didn't even know who Pete Rose was outside of his betting on baseball and not being able to get in the Hall of Fame until you and know him being like, in that jail in the in the Mandalay Mall where you anytime you walk by, he's in that uh, trading card plus in the corner yeah. signing <laughs> signing autographs. So, so so again, like I, I guess that's always kind of been a you know a thing with uh sports but to our point earlier i mean you, you kind of mess directly with the integrity of sport if you're betting on it um you know it's probably not a good thing mm-hmm. so and like you said they've all they all a lot of them do it you know we know the bigger names that do it but like on, on just a large scale and i think you hit a point where it's definitely on that competitive aspect to it right like you know, bet money. <laughs> Somebody, someone right. challenged bet money. Like what? Like what do you got on that? So that's just that's the that's I mean, all into a culture thing as well, right? It definitely is. I mean, I I, I, I can say it now. I mean, I I survived. <laughs> I, I bet a lot of, but a lot of uh, swipes, lunch swipes uh, <laughs> during my days in college on just playing Madden or you know, um, who you could beat in the race as far as you as a little kid. Like that, that's that's it's kind of been. The culture flip, for a long time. Flip dollars, like yeah, you know, like flip like if it lands on the both sides, you know who all of that man. Like that's, I mean, shoot, I come up on a hundred dollars now. I I still you know haven't won <laughs> to put it on black, you know. <laughs> you see what it, it, see what happens. Always yeah. bet on black, baby. Yeah, always bet on black. So I don't know. It's part of the culture, like you said. Yeah. So. So then you start getting, you know, taking it from, and I think we we're attempting to build, right? So we kind of told you what the 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 facts were, what what's been, you know, brought out, what's been done so far, and then we talked just about kind of that culture. But now it's kind of let's get into like the public perception, mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of people to have opinions on it, and like you know now, you know we are in the opinion day and age where everybody has a voice, um, good or bad, um, but there's been a lot of the cap a lot of flack a lot of just kind of comments out there and i think you know since we are in women's history month um you know i think that has been the strongest i don't know what you've kind of seen or read out there or or kind of been hearing but just um when we're talking about the um just like the the nfl and their their stance on how they've uh, handed out punishments oh like in relation to I guess so, like domestic violence and things domestic, like that. Yeah. So it's domestic violence versus this, right? So there's mm-hmm. been a couple bands. Like, so I think like back in the sixties, there was a couple guys that got like banned for the year. Like mm-hmm. this duration has been, you know, longstanding. Right. And you brought up like, you know, Pete Rose, he's got a lifetime ban from baseball. Right. Like, yeah. so anytime you're talking about betting, that's kind of been the standard, mm-hmm. you know, but then you have this where, a Ray Rice or, you know, the Zeke thing I'm not going to break. I mean, a woman was involved, but, you know, yeah, like. Uh, a Greg Hardy. Greg like, Hardy. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of Cowboys in there, by the way. Anyway. Yeah, we won't touch on that. <laughs> <laughs> not a, it's not a laughing subject, man. You make me laugh at. We're not laughing at that, man. Come on, like, <laughs> we're laughing at. Anyway. anyway we're laughing anyway. at the cow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got so. How do you feel about that? You know what I mean? I know I kind of started leaning towards what my thoughts are, but how do you feel about that? Uh, I think it's probably wrong for me to say, like, apples and oranges, I guess. I, I just think um, it's different. I, I don't think uh, it's a correlation. Again, 
Um, I think I put it this way. I think sports and all professional sports um, are just reflect what society is. So I, I, I think there are um, issues with domestic violence uh, just in society. And mm-hmm. I don't think like the NFL has this culture of domestic violence. I just think that's what's in our society now. And that's just kind of a, just a reflection of society um, that, that echoes through the NFL. So I think that's his own issue. And I think bad people do bad things or um, those things. Or situations happen. Situa- situations happen or whatever. I, I, I'm not going to touch on that. Um, I think it's just different than it comes from the just the competitive uh, integrity of the game. I just think those are two totally different things. And one, while $1,500 uh, is probably less than um, somebody's life changing forever on both sides due to a domestic situation, um, I think one deals with the competition, the sure competition of the game, and another is just some things that are off the field and personal. So I think those are just two, I guess, totally different scenarios, albums and oranges, I guess, to, to say. All right. I don't know no. if that's right or wrong. That's just kind of no. how I, I look at it. I think that's a that's a, a interesting perspective, and I think I think my thought borders on maybe what you were saying. Not to to, and you can tell me correct me if I'm wrong on this as well. Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm what I'm thinking is just like it is it is apples and oranges in in this um in the sense of that you broke a league rule. Like in the league, it says that you cannot like this is one of their rules, right? The domestic violence is, you know, those charges have to go through a legal process. They have to go through, you know, court things and they have to, and they have this blanket statement that says you cannot do anything to, you know, harm the reputation of the league or your organization and things like that. So it's so much subjectivity. I'll not just, you know, I make up words, but there's so much stuff that's subjective, you know, in that when you're looking. And so when people are comparing like, oh, you know, um, he got a year ban, but Ray Rice only got like four games or six games. You know, uh, Adrian Peterson only got three. Greg Hardy only got four. You know, well, his was 10 at first, but he got reduced to four, whatever it was. But um, when you look at those, people are, you know, attempting to compare those. And I just I agree with you. I think there's just a lot of layers. And it's going from like, if I give you this, the rule book, and that's like one of, of the rules in the book versus a vague thing you're going to get a vague discipline vague actions to discipline the people so so that i i agree with you apples oranges but that, i look at it like you know this is the hardcore you know this is the testament you know are you going against it or not yeah and then you know policies develop too you know i, I know those policies have developed um as far as just kind of personal conduct uh in the nfl and i i think betting on sports has probably been like to your point, rule one A or one B, probably since the start of the NFL, right? So, right. Um, yeah. All right. So, um, what do you think is next for him? Right? Because before this, you know, he w- there was some outreach or some thoughts about him leaving, um, mm-hmm. even Atlanta. Yeah. So, where do we see him going? What What do we think is next for him? I don't know. Uh, you know, he's first of all, Calvin really is a I don't know top ten receiver in the NFL. So when um, he plays, when he plays, right? Um, I I think this is a I guess a name brand guy in the league. Um, so 
you know, this guy's a, a came from Alabama. He's a part of that whole kind of wide, you know, wide receiver tree that's come out of Alabama since Julio to Florida Amari boy Cooper with the, to the speed Florida. And- like, yeah, so he's a part of that tree, right? Um, of, of elite receivers, and he was even an All Pro, I think, in 2020, um, second team All Pro. So this this is a real guy. So I, you know, with real guys and with great skill come great opportunities. So I don't think this is the end of his. Uh, NFL career. I just think he's going to be put on hold uh, for a little bit. He's still young, 26 or, you know, 27. Um, There was rumors before. I think he had kind of liked the tweet and we, you can gain whatever you want from Twitter, but he liked the tweet basically saying like, I wish somebody said, I wish Calvin really would be in, you know, with the dolphins and he, you know, liked the tweet, whether that's accident or not, whatever the case is, whether he's sending a message or not. Right. Uh, you can read into it how you want to, but he was on kind of uh, the the thought of him being traded wasn't like foreign at, gotcha. at a certain point, and so I know the Dolphins were looking at him. So I, I I put it this: I think maybe his career with the the Falcons are done. I mean, they seem to. I shouldn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I'll say it this way: um, they've had they've had this in the past with Michael Vick, just you know, at the height of his career, and then things happen, and they kind of have to separate themselves. For Michael Vick and they lose uh kind of a star in their in their prime and so something's going on in Atlanta is, is, maybe maybe, maybe I, let's, let's I mean you said it I didn't know something something <laughs> <laughs> well I mean think about it though man like you know Julio man he was just like no I, I'm out of here like I just gotta go and then it's the thing to where now you think about like Julio left you know his prime years in Atlanta Oh yeah, he left a lot in his Atlanta. He left <laughs> no, like his feet, he, his just, hands, oh, his health, oh. his hamstrings. His hamstrings are still somewhere. <laughs> Probably out fishing in the remote place he liked to go fishing at. But well, like, that boy can't walk without his hamstrings. Him, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, in, I mean, Atlanta is like even. I mean, word to the wise, uh, for, as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, like they're holding on to Matty Ice too long. Like you know. Should they have gotten rid of him or or, or started the secession plan? Because like right now, where do they go after him? And like, yeah, he's still a certain level of talent, right? Like when you mm-hmm. look at um, the, the the people across the league, but like, is is this some of the reason that's pushing these top level players out? I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Uh, it's been a, it's been a rough little go for the dirty birds. So uh, dirty birds. It's been a while. They, they, they. Hopefully, they can figure it out. Oh, did you hit it? You hit it on? Ah, yeah. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamal. Oh, Jamal Anderson. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like we always do, man. We just want to make we wish the best for somebody, but it's just definitely pointing out, like, because I think there's some of the stuff that's not done when you listen to media and things like that from the cultural standpoint. You know, that's that's not talked about, right? Like you even mentioned Michael Vick, right? Like. You have a certain culture that, you know, wants to put him under the ground for, for it, not saying it's wrong or right, you know. Right. All, you can get in all of that, but there is some cultural awareness that's a part of that. And, sure. and I think that sometimes we miss miss that and maybe f- figure out how you help someone instead of, right. like, abandoning them. Like, is there, okay, you gave him this year, but is there something where he goes to, because he says he doesn't have a problem, but he does have mental health. So the mental health, when gambling can be an addiction, um, you know, type sickness and things like that. So do you find some type of treatment or, or just some kind of evaluation just to, to get him back in the game? Cause like the worst thing you can do for someone is take them out of the thing that, um, 
progresses them in life, right? So him being out of football for a year obviously is not the best thing for him. You know, forget the money part of it. I mean, the money is a big part of it, right? That's Mm -hmm. how he provides for his family things. But I I just think from a whole holistic thing. Structure and everything that goes with that. Uh, And he's probably been on, to your point, he's probably been on this path forever, for a long time. If he's a professional football player and is good enough to play in the league, he's probably been on the routine for a while. So to take him out of that routine uh, while he's still very young, uh, it could probably um, be kind of some self-destruction if he's not got it on the right path. I think you probably have to do some gambling addiction training anyway, just to kind of get back in the league, whether he has an issue or not. I would, I mean, just outside looking in, I would think that would probably have to be some type of treatment there. Um, I, I guess that's, to me, that is the toughest part of this entire situation. Okay, is how it gets mixed up in mental health. It could be two totally different things. He might have some, you know, some things that he's dealing with. But a, a guy like me, who just looks at the blanket statement of mental health and not really understanding, can't fully grasp. I understand, but you know, how, how much of this mental and we see people misuse it as well. Yeah. Yeah, like so, how much of this is self-inflicted and all that kind of stuff. Right. I think that's to me that's the the bigger problem in the whole gambling thing is just like okay, so so, you know, some other athletes and other people that are really going through some things you know, now publicly they're looked at a different, you know, maybe in a different way uh because of this incident. I don't know. That's that's the that's the uh, that's the Blurred lines. Blurred line that I just don't understand quite yet. You know what I mean? So, and maybe it's not for me to understand. I, I don't need to understand. Who am I? But it's just it's just interesting how those things kind of correlate or don't correlate. I don't know. Well, he wasn't the first, and I highly doubt it he'll be the last. And he's the one that got caught. You know, also, we understand that, you know, it's one of those things where they look to, I don't want to say look to make a president, but, you know, they're, smacking the shit out of them hard especially with you know the nfl is making money off of all these betting things you know so you got all these uh fantasy things now that vegas is in the market you know like all of these things so they have to be mindful and and make sure that that thought even doesn't touch people's head about the purity like you said of the game all right no for sure um and i don't know man everything (laughs) Let this be learned to a lot of people that everything connects. Your your phone connects you to every single thing. So like everything connects, man. This is yeah. So someone said that he didn't even use like a fake name or something oh, to yeah. like <laughs> that brother, the billing address was his. They're like, oh, that's a- oh, that's, oh, that's oh yeah, that's definitely him. That's <laughs> oh, it's on the billing address. All right, all right, I don't know, man. Come on, like everything connects, bro. I think he knows that he's a, he's a twenty seven year old guy. Come on, man. Do better. Do, thank you, EJ. That's, that's the best way to put it. Come on, bro. You're better than that. You are better than that, man. So anything else, man, that we missed on this, man, before we shut it down? No. Uh, you know, with him uh, being up in the air, I guess I wonder how this works. With him being suspended, does that mean that he could still be traded? I don't know. Does that mean he could be cut with free agency coming up? I don't know. I don't know what the what that really means. Does anybody touch him? I mean, if it's Calvin Ridley and he's kind of up for grab, maybe you can get him on the cheap. Uh, he's 27. He's still, a, like I said, a top 10 receiver. Like, does that make him more appealing to somebody else? I don't know. I think there's a lot of questions uh, to be had with this incident. 
well, in, in his career. I mean, you see the what the Rams did with their receiving core. So, I mean, people want to stack up that receiving core. This is a passing lead. He's talented to the fact where people still think AB has a shot to come. Someone's going to. Oh, he, he still do got a shot, man. Right. So there you go. He, he he's up in the at the, the pit to the palace man. With, with the with the Kanye mask on this dude, and then um, but no, he he's going to get another chance. Like talent overcomes a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, man, pit so. to the palace. Yeah, and then if Deshaun is still getting talks, nah, I don't want to talk. That man's nasty. <laughs> if he's still getting talks, I, I think uh, I think Cowboys going to be all right, man. Yeah, that's worse, man. That's me. that's tough. Um, yeah, nasty. Where so uh, I will end it with that, man. Uh, but you good, though, Nate? Yeah, I'm good, brother. There's this, man. Well, hey, we want to thank you, the people, always for listening, man. Hey, if you have any comments or, or what you think's next on the or if you how you feel about the situation, always love to hear your feedback, whether it's on social, under the comments, um, you know, here in the post. But uh, just remember, please, please stay safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming you're rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. 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 Show me I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spap out two racks on handmade new rags. Show me I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back.